right, sweet. Look at that. Sue, did you know we are still at the CBC doing this Winter Media Day? Did you know? I did know, Tim. We Thanks. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we are chatting with the folks from Digstown. Woo! And I just, Going into season two. Right, season two. But I was just looking at uh, um, Vanessa's uh, CV that Digstown is in Halifax. We're in Toronto. Your kids are in L.A. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Right. <laughs> do you even know where you are right now? I actually don't. More importantly, do you know where your kids are? <laughs> that much I do know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's got to just mess with not only your geography, but your internal clock and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I've gotten used to just diving into whatever time zone I'm in. I just dive in and I just power through it. And, uh... You're better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I barely make it to work on time. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, give me something to drink and I'll be fine. But yeah, beyond that, I can't do it. Uh, season two. We're driving into a whole new season. We've got uh, six episodes. And without sounding too harsh, I mean, there are so many legal procedurals out there. Going into the second season, how do you guys differentiate yourselves? Surfboard. Surfboard? <laughs> <laughs> um i think the show the difference is i think we're trying to have conversations that the other shows aren't trying to have nice you know i think especially in season two i think we're just the dynamics between the characters the dynamics between you know marcy Mm -hmm. the lead character that vanessa plays and the clients that she's representing it's very different from the dynamic that existed last season. And I think we're just... One thing I've noticed about the show this year is that we, it's just been a very... It's been very... It's, it's been a really good place to have organic conversations about various relationships between, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, black Canadians and mm-hmm. Asian Canadians or looking at the differences that exist between indigenous Canadians and black Canadians in their worldview um, without hitting you over the head with it. Right. So I think that's something that we're doing that differentiates our show from uh, every other legal show. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also think that just the, the visuals of being in a place, right. And being outside and, taking the time because it is hard because every day when we're shooting when we're shooting the show we're in a different location almost every day Mm -hmm. so just taking that time to find these like amazing visual spaces to put these characters Mm -hmm. um it really helps to kind of open the show up in a way that i think other legal shows or courtroom dramas don't do that's right totally and do you guys break the entire season like in one sitting or like in one writer's room? Do you guys kind of get together and break the season and use current events and, and the current political atmospheres to kind of inform where the season's going? Or? Um, what we do is we will... So usually I'll come to the table with, okay, like, so I want to... I want, this is a journey I want mm-hmm. Marcy to go on this year. Um, this is a journey that I want... Uh, Pam, etc., to go on this year, and then what we do is we start thinking about cases that could help inform 
that journey. So, uh, you know, in the first episode, I really wanted to do a, a different spin on the cop uh, relationship with the black community story, mm-hmm. right? And we were breaking the story, and it was like, well, let's do a shooting. And I'm like, no, let's not do a shooting. <laughs> and so what we ended up doing was a vehicular manslaughter case mm-hmm. where a cop kills a black woman uh, in, the, in the midst of a pursuit, and Marcy's representing the cop. And so, it'll, like, to me, like, that was a, the, what we're always thinking when we're in the writing room is how can we give something that's happening in the world our spin, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, that's why, like, you know, so all of the cases this season, you'll, you know, you'll notice that there is some element of taking a situation that has played out in the media and we've kind of made it our own. Right. Now, and how does that affect your through line as an actor portraying that on screen? You know, it's, uh, it's been so educational for me as, as, as a person, as a woman, as a mother, as, as an actor, um, especially being Canadian. These stories that we don't talk about, these, these conversations that we're not having, mm-hmm. um, it's forced me to also kind of look at some of my own viewpoints on some of these issues, especially when we're talking about uh, relationships with uh, the indigenous community, black mm. community, uh, transgender uh, relationships, and, and how we view uh, ourselves in that. So for me, it's helped me grow so much as an actor and as a person, you know, this, this, this role completely changed my life. Nice. Which is always good to hear as a showrunner, I bet. It's not bad. <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to give you some extra lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I think we're you got a lot of lines. She's good with the lines. <laughs> this man and his amazing vocabulary uh, and port of uh, uh, jargon. He's, we'll do a 10-page scene. Yeah, yeah. He, he wrote a, a, an amazing five-page uh, courtroom interrogation scene mm-hmm. that um, we basically, you know, did in one day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was, a little, I was a little crazy for a few days there. Just but, I mean, the six, after shooting something like that, though, yeah. to say, got it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people who will sit there and listen to the commentaries on how things are made. Right. And hear... Like showrunners and directors and actors then talk about one shot. Like if you watch the steady cam shot, it lasts for like five minutes and blah 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 blah. And yeah. you had to, to get it right every, every single time. time. Yeah. To hear the tension that that causes on a set, but then to have the success of having done it at the end of it, you're like, yeah, that's got to feel really good. It did feel really <laughs> good, I have to say. Yeah. And and for a legal drama, you spend very little time in a courtroom or you know like everything's happening out in the community Mm -hmm. and that's what makes the diversity of the cast so powerful as well because it looks like any Canadian town right pretty much maybe not Creemore where I'm from (laughs) (laughs) still but I think that's I mean one one of the good things about the CBC because they're bringing shows like this to the fore and two that by bringing shows like this to the fore you are promoting those discussions that you know, like you said, weren't taking place before. And it gives... It's doing it through... I don't want to say an entertainment... Like, 
in the popcorn way of saying entertaining, yeah. but through a mass entertainment way, you're bringing these things yeah. to the fore to say, let's talk about them, yeah. but making it in, without sounding wrong again in an entertaining way. Right. You're bringing those discussions to the table, and those are important conversations to have. Yeah. Because nobody wants to have conversations like that when you feel like right? you're being beaten over the head with yeah. an issue. You're just like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. We yeah. have an issue with the cops. We do mm-hmm. have an issue with the indigenous community. But if it's done in a way where you feel now connected to the people right. and the story, you're like, oh yeah, let's talk about this. What do you think about that? Or I didn't realize that I thought that about this issue. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's the kind of storytelling that always gets me involved. I was actually very stressed out before you guys got picked up for season two <laughs> because it, and it wasn't like a concrete thought but I felt that sort of it felt important that it keep going, I guess, that the conversation keep happening. And I was like, kind of existing in a bubble. I'm like, I don't know if people are watching the show. Maybe I'm the only one. So I was very happy to see you're coming back. Yeah. We're happy about it too. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it was, my, my parents even just said yesterday, they came to visit me at the hotel and they were like, they said, it just came and went. It just was so quick. We didn't know what, 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 what <laughs> is it coming back? What's happening? Like, so they, they are excited to, to see season two as well. Yeah. Now, as a showrunner, is it easier to work in a six-episode framework, or would you rather work in, like, the traditional, quote-unquote, 24 episodes? Uh, 24? <laughs> yeah, but I'll just say it's just great to work. I yeah. Mean, you know, it's, it's really, you know, as a writer in Canada, um, you know, it's like you can't help but be grateful mm-hmm. when you get the opportunity to have your work, you know, have a, a national audience. So, to my mind, it's like whether it's six or twenty, it's all the same. I think, I think the difference is you want to know going in mm-hmm. what yeah. you're working with. Oh, because totally. because I, I think for us in the second season, you know, we we had actually started modeling out a longer arc, and so we then like you know we kind of had to like condense things once we found out what the order was and so it's just one of those things where you want to take there's certain stories that you want to take the time with and so you have to decide like when you're you know what are we going to let go of you know (laughs) which baby are we killing today yeah Yeah. you know and it was also interesting because it's like you know we we kind of live in a world where you know we audiences understand that characters have lives that go beyond the show right like whenever when everyone talks about succession we all talk Mm -hmm. about we all talk about well what were the conversations between you know kendall and and his sister you know in between the events of episodes three and four Mm -hmm. so it's like you you assume that there's something else happening so if you know you are dropped into a situation uh in episode four you're you kind of just go with it like you don't have to ha- like, I think unlike when I was growing up, and everything had to be like crystal clear. Yeah, spoon yeah. fed yeah. to you yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, there's there's audiences are more willing to go with like, oh, I get it. This is what this relationship is. Yeah. And you know, and then just go with the emotion of the story that we're telling. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Very cool. And then having spent some time in Halifax, what's your favorite place to go in Halifax? My favorite place to go in Halifax? <laughs> or at least, what is well, one of your favorite moments from Halifax? You know, I mean, 
Halifax is so pretty, mm. I have to say. <laughs> it really and is. And I've only experienced it in the summer, so. Okay. You don't want to be there in the winter. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't. I will go at one point to the, in the winter, but. Tim's <laughs> like, no, don't, no. don't do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have so many little spots that I love. There's obviously, like, the, the very touristy spaces sure. that people know and love. Peggy's yeah. Cove and yeah. uh, the Black Cultural Center, the uh, library, um, and that pier. Mm-hmm. But I I quite like... There's this place that I love, and you still haven't gone there, and you really need to. It's called Little Oak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the food, well, the wine, I'm a wino. A whiny really? Okay. Junkie. Whiny. I'm a whiny junkie. No, I'm a wine. <laughs> I love wine. The, the wine knowledge at this place, the care, the um, individual, just one on one to make sure that you have the right the pairing. Right pairing. Yeah. Um, the food, it's very, very teeny, teeny food. Mm-hmm. Do not go there hungry. <laughs> Um, because you'll order like 17 dishes and be like, okay, I'm still hungry. Um, but the food and then the playlist that goes along with this place. Really? It's this like very cool vibe. It feels very New York. It's, it's very, uh, there's a lot of hip hop, which you wouldn't think when you walk into the space. But like as soon as I walked in, I'm hearing like Kanye West and like Jay-Z with beautiful wine and great food. So it's called Little Oak. That's okay. my spot. That's where I go after. After I have a 16-hour day, they stay open late, so sometimes it's just me at the bar with my script and my wine and my (laughs) hip-hop. I'm happy. As long as it's like a glass of red. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, Hello. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. For sure. (laughs) That is perfect. Both of you, thank you so much. No problem. And like I said, let's keep having those conversations because, yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's great. It's, it's the awesome. world. Yeah. It's the world we live thank in, you. man. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk about it. That is awesome. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. It's a lot.